0: A post on one of my teaching groups here on Facebook the other day where one of the teachers said that they were really struggling with a chatty class. They just couldn't seem to get to grips with this class because the class was just talking over her constantly and she was really struggling with trying to reduce these low-level disruptions and deal with this chatty class so that she can teach her lessons effectively. So in this episode, I'm going to be talking about how to deal with the chatty classes. What can you do as a member of staff to help create that positive learning environment that you want, that you would like for your students so that they're able to learn and progress with minimal disruptions in your lessons. And we've all had that chatty class. At some point in our career, we've all had that chatty class that we struggled initially or quite a while sometimes, a few weeks to try and get the hang of and try and to stop them from talking over us as we're delivering content in our lessons. So first and foremost, I've said it in one of my videos before, it's all about establishing those rules and routines and expectations in your lessons and making your students aware of those expectations. If they're coming in, talking, chatting to each other, ignoring your rules already as you walk through the door, don't be afraid to take them back outside. Don't be afraid to line them up outside make them aware of your rules and expectations and ensure they come in quietly, not talking, in silence, whatever you want from your class, that is what you expect of them. And I've done this over and over again, sometimes in lessons, two, three, four times, take them outside, line them up, and they come in in silence until they learn that rule and expect, the expectations that I want from them in my lessons so that we can have a respectful, positive and calm learning environment and there are times when this hasn't worked and i've had to set detention sanctions at break time lunchtime, after school as a result of those students that are continually ignoring my expectations my rules but if you're consistent with your approach if you apply this consistently and fairly then you will get the end result you will be able to create a calm positive learning environment for your students where you don't have students talking over you or talking over other students in your lessons Make sure your students know that you expect silence. So I had a very chatty year 12 tutor group a few years ago. They were very boisterous. They were all footballers. And they'd come in talking about the game, the last match, the training. And they were just really, really chatty, especially when I had them at 1.50, 10 to 2, right after lunch. They were very, very chatty on a Tuesday afternoon. But I made sure at the start, in every single lesson, I lined them up, I spoke to them outside and I said I want you to come in silence, sit down, get your Chromebook up and running, go into the Google Classroom and complete the starter in silence. Now at my school at that time we were lucky enough to have a really good behaviour policy that worked and we gave warnings to students who didn't follow our instructions so I could say to them warning number one and if they didn't stop then I'd say warning number two next time you're on call. And that helped them fall in line really and stop talking. So they eventually, they they picked up on that quite quickly, came in, sat down and they completed my starter in silence. However, if unfortunately you're in a school where the behavior policy doesn't seem to work and you've tried to implement it, or you're not getting support from senior leadership that you need with implementing your behavior policy, then it's all about your behavior management in your classroom again they ex- expect them to come in silence take them out and do it again if you need to if they're still ignoring you and refusing to follow instructions then it's all about setting those tensions setting those sanctions because that is the consequence that they have chosen break lunch after school and make sure you phone home and let the parent and guardian know as well but make sure your students are aware that you expect silence when they're doing certain things in your lesson, coming in at the start of the lesson, completing a starter activity. You want them to do that in, silent, in silence. Now the seating plan, of course, has a big impact, massive impact on how chatty our classes can get. And I've altered my seating plan so many times. I've moved students as and when I needed to because they're too chatty with the student that sat next to them or on their table. And I've even changed the layout Of my room so with my older classes I've had a horseshoe shape and that didn't work because they could see each other and talk across to each other and I thought no this is not gonna work is it so I changed it again I altered it and I put them in groups of four on tables which worked much better for me because then I could put the chatty students on separate tables on the opposite side of the room and with their backs to each other so that really helped me in my lessons so that's something that you could consider Change the layout of your room or change your seating plan and move students as and when you need to until you hit that sweet sweet spot really and you get the learning environment, you create that learning environment that you and your students deserve and your students can progress in with minimal low level disruptions with the chatty students. Praise the students that are doing the right thing. So say to them, right, this side of the room, fantastic, you're doing amazing, you're listening, not talking over me. Well done, praise them publicly. Because in time, the others will fall in line. Now, of course, we have got classes where this might not happen with our older year groups, especially if you've got year 10, year 11, even year 12 and 13. Now, in this situation, I've rewarded the ones that have listened and followed my instructions and aren't talking over me by letting them go when the pips go, when the, bells go, when the bell goes, letting them go on time for their lesson and this works perfectly when it's break and lunch time, because I keep the ones behind that haven't been. I say, well, you were talking over me a number of times. So now we're gonna sit here with me for five minutes and then you can go to break and lunch and you're gonna sit in silence until you, so you can understand what I expect of you in lessons. So don't be afraid to do that. Don't be afraid to keep those students behind at break and lunch and reward the ones that have been, that have been listening to you and have, have followed your expectations and don't talk over your other students. Let them go first when the pips and the bell goes. Now, even if it's, you haven't got a lesson right before break and lunch time, even then you can still do this. You can reward the, those behavior, those students who've displayed positive behaviours and let them go first. You can still keep behind the ones that were talking over you and other students. You can't keep them behind for long because they've got to go to lesson, you've got another lesson to get to, or you're waiting, you've got a load of students that are coming in, but that are waiting to come in. But this is your time to talk to them. Even if the a, a couple of minutes before they go, this is when you can say to them, right, if this continues every lesson, I will be calling home, you'll be having detention after school or lunch or break time. And make them aware that what you expect in your lessons, every lesson, and if you have to implement these sanctions, then do it because that's a choice that those students are making. They've chosen that consequence. You've given them the option. You've publicly praised the other students that are doing the right thing. And the other students that are still talking haven't fallen in line, aren't watching, aren't listening, don't care. So make them aware. The first lesson, the first lesson maybe can be a warning, right? Now you've done this continually, you're still talking over me, which is why I've kept you behind for a few minutes. Next time I'll be setting detentions. You can start with a minute every time they talk over you. Set a break time. If it gets worse, lunchtime than after school. Call parents, call guardians, have meetings if you need to. Do whatever you need to do to ensure that you can create that positive learning environment for your students and those students stop talking over you and over other students. So don't be afraid to phone home parent and guardian and ask for a meeting. Bring parents in and discuss their students' behavior in your lessons. And make sure your students know, of course your students know you're in charge, but don't have an excuses approach. Adopt a no excuse approach because that's how you can implement strong behavior management, strong classroom behavior, classroom management in your lessons. By having that no excuses style of classroom management, they know what the consequences are, they know what the choices are for them to make. This will help you to strengthen your classroom management. It will help you to create that positive environment that you need. So make sure you have a no excuses approach. That's what I did when I had, at my previous school, when we had the behaviour policy where you gave out warnings. I would give out warnings to students if they were talking over me, if they weren't listening, if they were just putting their head on the table. I didn't have an excuse. I didn't follow a no... A, a no um, sorry, I didn't have an excuse style of class management. I had a no excuses style of class management. This is a behaviour policy. This is what we expect. And make that's how they're going to be able to follow. That's how they'll understand what's expected of them and they'll fall in line and they'll listen and they'll focus and they won't talk over you. So have that no excuses style classroom management in your lessons. Train your students to track the speaker. So try to stand at the front of the classroom the whole time by the board, by the clock, by the, um, your computer. Move around. Stand to the side of the classroom when you're delivering content, at the back of the classroom. Constantly move around well, I wouldn't say all the time, but move around as often as you can, but as often as appropriate in your classes and your lessons so that you're teaching your students to track the speaker so that they're following you and make sure that with their eyes, of course, they're looking at you and they're following you and make sure that you make them aware of this. And if a student's not looking at you, then make sure you say that to them. I mean, I do it all the time with my students. I'm never in one spot, I'm moving all the time. if so-and-so is not looking at me and looking at someone else, I'll say, well, I'm over here, I don't look like so-and-so. I'm over here, I look like me. Focus this way, look this way. So that they are refocusing on you and they're tracking you as you're moving throughout the room. So make sure you teach your students to track the speaker as you move throughout the room during your lesson, throughout your lesson in the classroom. Now, if you're getting value from this and this is helping you to create that classroom environment, in your lessons, you're thinking, oh, I can do that, I can reduce my ch- chattiness of my students in my lesson by doing these things and implementing these things in my lessons, then please share my podcast, leave a review, um, and let me know the things that you would may want me to cover in future episodes to support you as a classroom practitioner. Now, another way to regain that focus of your chatty classroom, your chatty classes, by not allowing them to talk over you is by implementing a three-two-one approach. Now, I've seen lots of teachers do this effectively over the years, where they count down three, two, one, even hold it up and show your students three, two, one, and make sure you, sh- you not shout it, but make sure you call it out loudly, so that they know that when, by the time you get to zero, and by the time you've said one, you want them to be quiet and be listening, and want to be sitting in silence and listening to you. So don't be afraid to do that. Don't be afraid to count down three, two, one, but make sure that this is something you you make your students aware of. You can just say to them, look, I wasn't happy with the last lesson, how chatty you were all, so I'm gonna use the three, two, one approach. By the time I get to one, I want you in silence. And make them aware that if they choose to continue talking, then that's when you're going to start setting detentions. So you can say a one minute detention every time they choose to not follow that rule, not listen. Yes, you'll have to have a way of tracking this. I normally do it on my seating plan. I have a tally, and that's what I normally do. I track it on my seating plan with a tally. Um, I'm not very good with names either. I take forever to learn names. I have their picture on my seating plan to help me identify students quickly. But just do that, just have a track, track it in some way you, with a tally, so that you can then keep track of who you're set attention at break time, lunch time, who you're set is for after school, but use that three to one approach. Do not talk over students. A lot of teachers put things in their mouth and have their hand in the air as a way of students focusing. And they make sure that all their students have their hands in the air as well and put their things in their mouth so they know that you're waiting. So that's something else that you can instill, maybe more with the lower years, the younger years. And um, that's something that you can do to help refocus your students. But don't be afraid to do these things, to, re, to refocus them, to get their attention. Because by talking over them, you're creating a habit and you're teaching them that it's okay for you to talk because I'm just gonna get louder and louder and talk over you. So don't do that, don't create that habit. If you're losing lesson time, don't. that's something that you shouldn't be worrying about because you need to instill this behavior management because you're going to gain more lesson time later on down the line when these students understand your expectations, your rules and routines and follow them. So please do not be afraid to do this in your lessons to regain that attention from your students and to minimize the chattiness in future lessons. Have progressive activities in place for your students. So when you plan your lessons, plan extension tasks and extension activities that, they, that you can then use to refocus your students, not to refocus your students, so you can then use to give to your students to keep them on task. Now I have students that even ask for it now and go, oh, miss, miss, I finished. Can I have the next bit of work, please? Like They want to keep progressing. They want to keep improving and getting better. So, please make sure you plan within your lessons some form of extension activity, extension task, that you can then give to your students to continue working, to progress further, to challenge them. So, don't, there's no unstructured time where they're just sitting around and then they're disrupting other students and chatting to other students in your lessons. Pitch your lessons or tasks at the right level. Now, this will help you to avoid students that are becoming easily distracted. students that are finding it so hard that by distracting other students and messing around they can avoid doing the work so make sure you pitch your lessons at the right level now where you're using adaptive teaching scaffold the support that your students need to be able to access the content so pinpoint those students that may struggle that may need the extra support and scaffold from you whether it's sentence starters or visuals that help support them in your lessons so that they don't then lose focus and become distracted because they're avoiding the work because it's too hard for them. And for those students that are the more able, that are flying through, give them those extension tasks, give them the um, deeper sort of challenging, more challenging piece of work or questions, the evaluating and justifying those sorts of questions, analysing content, comparing and contrasting. So make sure you pitch your lessons at the right level with adaptive teaching, provide those students that need that scaffold and support to help them access the lessons so they're not going to be more likely to disrupt students than just talk and chat over you and other students when it comes to practical lessons don't be afraid again to move students that are talking in the classroom you've moved them you'd sit them somewhere else you'd change your seating plan in a practical lesson whether it's drama PE and um, make sure that you move those students if they're talking over you ask them to go sit over there or stand over there Don't be afraid to do that. Move students as you need to, to support you, support your learners in the the lessons so that they get the lesson that they deserve, where they can make progress, and they can learn and hear what you're saying and hear what other students are saying when they're speaking and giving you providing you with answers. So don't be afraid to move those students that are being disruptive in your lessons. So please follow and share this and leave me a review and leave me some questions that you would like me to cover in future episodes I can support you as a classroom practitioner. But I hope you found value in this episode with the different things that you can do as a teacher in the classroom to deal with those chatty classes, those low-level disruptions or or the students that are just talking constantly over you as a member of staff or other other students in your lessons. Now, it can be difficult to implement all of these different things. You don't have to implement everything in one session, in one lesson, but try a few things, try a strategy over a period of a week or a few lessons. And if that doesn't seem to work, then alter it and adapt it and change it and do, try something else instead. Because by implementing these things and giving it time to work, you'll be able to see what's, more, what's beneficial for your students, what works and what doesn't work. And if you have to go right back to the beginning, you've had a few weeks now with your students and they're still really chatty and disruptive, you have to go right back to the beginning, then do so. Line them all up outside, make sure they're aware of your expectations, reinstill those expectations to them, make sure they're aware of your rules and routines. And if they keep coming in and talking and chatting, send them out and do it again. And don't be afraid to set those attentions, set those sanctions one minute every time they talk over you after you've told them not to, or if you're doing the three, two, one countdown. So don't be afraid to try these things, try new things that can help you deal with those chatty classes so that you can make the best, you can create that best learning environment, positive learning environment for your students in your lessons.